0: I'm Paulina. Hi, I'm Brizia.
1: And we're sisters, friends, daughters, wives, and business owners. And we're just following our dreams, you know, working to be a better version of ourselves every day. All right. And we're also moms. Welcome Welcome to to the the Supermamas Sisterhood.
0: Hello. Hola, Supermamas. How are you guys? Welcome to the Super Mamas podcast, your favorite podcast with your favorite host, Paulina Lopez. And I'm actually solo today, but my other co host is my sister, Bricia Lopez. How is everyone doing? I hope everyone is doing great. As some of you guys know, Bricia has been talking about this for a while, but she underwent a procedure this past weekend so she is at home recovering she's in a lot of pain right now and of course with anything that has to do with us there's always some drama in there i'm going to wait for her to tell you the story of how her procedure went and everything that happened after that but thank god she is doing good she's at home she's recovering again she is in a lot of pain but it was expected so sending bricia Please help me send her a lot of good vibes and prayers so that she can recover soon and that she can be here with us. How was, how was the weekend? I can't believe we are in May. It's been in, I mean, I'm sure for everyone else, right? But I, it just, I just feel like time is it's just going faster and faster and faster. How are we, what are we doing to, what can we do to catch up with time? We can't. So I am trying to enjoy as much as we can. I was sick a lot of last week as well. So I actually haven't even been able to visit Bricia because I was sick and I don't want I didn't want to get her sick and I don't want to get her sick. So it's been this whole situation. I hope everybody's staying healthy because I don't know, man, this weather, these changes, masks are coming down. Some people are getting sick left and right. I didn't get COVID, but I did get like a really bad cough. The girls got a really bad cough. We were all like super sick for a while. Last week, honestly, was like a shit week. Not gonna lie, it was like a really, really tough week for me. But today, I'm feeling energized again, and I am feeling, I'm feeling like myself again. Actually, so I'm happy for that. I hope everybody's also having a great time. I can't believe summer's around the corner. I was actually realizing yesterday there's only six left, six weeks left in the school year for us. How crazy is that? I What are you guys doing for the summer? What are your plans? Share with us. What what are you guys up to? Mother's Day is coming up as well. What? Like, I can't even believe it. Can't even believe we're already in May. Like it's June's around the corner. Summer's, just, summer's here, basically. Summer's here. There's so many things that I want to do. I started this little... I, I talked about this on the show a little while ago. I'm doing this little makeover in my backyard. I actually... <laughs> Ah, this whole situation. But we started, uh, things are going along good. Of course, with everything that starts small, it never stays small with us, right? We're just like, oh, I'm going to add one more thing and another thing and another thing. So now it's this whole project that we have going. I'm really excited. We'll see how it goes. You know, my husband and I have been <laughs> have been, you know, dealing with it. We have our different opinions on looks and things and we're working through it. And I think at the end it's going to be great. I am keeping summer in mind and I am excited. I'm thinking, you know, I want to have the kids here playing. I want to do play dates. I want to do, I want to do many things. So that's what I'm, that's where I'm at. That's where my, my spare free, I'm not going to say my spare time. Cause I have barely any spare time, but any quiet moment that i have any down you know minutes that i have time that i have i'm actually concentrating on pinterest boards and furniture and looks and plants and it's actually been really relaxing yesterday i painted a wall in my backyard and it was the most relaxing thing ever so i think this is my little outlet for relaxation. And I'm really enjoying the process. Is that crazy? Is that weird? I hope it's not too weird. Anyway, so that's where we're at. But you you know, in bed and I'm getting out of bed after a whole week. I was in bed for like two days last week, half a day because I had to go to work and I had, I had to push through. I think I still, feel, I still sound a little bit graspy in my throat. But I had to push through and it was a really, really challenging week. I had a lot of mental battles because I felt that I had to show up every time, even though I was feeling really, really sick. And everybody kept telling me, you got to take care of your body if you want to take care of everybody else. And I was like, yeah, but right now people need to be taken care of. And I, you know, it was a, it was a really, it was a battle in my mind. Hopefully, I mean, not hopefully. Thankfully, I am feeling much better, and I can make better decisions, and I think this week is already looking looking, way, way better for me. Well, enough about me. I just wanted to give you guys a short intro about where we're at, what we're doing, and why I'm, a, my, why I'm by myself, but I just realized, I, th- I thought, oh, it's going to be a really quick intro, and then I'm like, I, yeah, I talk a lot. So anyway, <laughs> let's move on to the show. This week, we have the fabulous Adrienne Borlongan, who is a creative partner and co-founder of Wonderlust Creamery. Yum! The granddaughter of a flavor chemist from Magnolia Ice Cream, Adrienne developed her palate and understanding of flavor theory while working as a mixologist, crafting multiple cocktail programs for SBE hospitality. Adrienne has a unique passion to globalize palates through unique yet familiar ice cream flavors. She is a mama to three babies, all under the age of three. Wow. She and her husband own and operate Wanderlust Creamery's six locations and a weekly pop-up at Smorgasburg in Los Angeles, California. I love that episode because, well, first of all, she has three kids under three. That's it. She does. And she still is a boss lady She has six ice cream shops. She creates all of these flavors on her kitchen. And I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm busy. And then I talk to this amazing woman and I am like, I need to do more. So I, you know, I just hope she inspires you whenever you feel overwhelmed and you feel like you cannot do more. I think like sometimes we underestimate ourselves. I think we can do more. and. You know, uh, h- hence, we sometimes need a break. We do need breaks. But I think that as long as we enjoy what we do, as long as we enjoy whatever we're doing, we can do anything we want. So, without further ado, here is your episode with Adrian Borlangen from Wanderlust Creamery. Hi, welcome to the show, Agent. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on. Thanks for uh, thanks for I'm... the wonderful, delicious Ugh. ice cream. That sticky oh. rice ice cream. Wow. Our favorite is the cherry blossom. Oh, the sakura. Oh my god, it is delicious. My kids. I mean, we are fans, huge, huge fans. But oh. le- before we get we dive into the ice cream, please tell our listeners who you are, what you do, who you live with, what are you doing. What's, you know. Tell us all about yourself, Agent.
2: Uh, my name is Adrian Borlongan. I'm the chef and founder of Wanderlust Creamery. It's a mm. Los Angeles-based artisanal ice cream company. We just opened our sixth location this past weekend. Congratulations! Thank you. And I'm a mom of three kids under four. Oh my god! I, you
1: know what? Like I'm envious I don't, of you. I actually am so envious because <laughs> I was. So I messed up. Like I told, I didn't. I tell this to every new mom whether they have kids. I'm like, I messed up. I should <laughs> just popped out three to four kids back to back to back. Like I messed up. <laughs> uh, and if I would have done one thing all over again, that's what I would have done. Really, you would have had them all oh, together. I mean, I think when I when I'm like 70, that's not even my biggest regret—not to have like six kids. Oh, <laughs> how many do you have? Two, and I'm two. done. Two, but you're done. I sh- I missed like two in between oh and sometimes I look at I my kids together girls. Sometimes I look at my kids together and I'm like there should have been two more be- between you oh. what did I do what <laughs> wasn't I thinking how many, you know how many um,
2: years apart are they Five. Oh, I see enough for two but at least when you had the second one the first one was old enough to help
1: oh yeah oh, I mean everything is great but still I I think at least one in between but anyway it's not about me continue talking about me <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, so that's my life. Just, you know, juggling three, ki- like, r-
0: toddlers and, you know, managing six stores. How are you even doing that? Like, i that's the part that I want to, like, I want to hear. I want to wrap my hair, ar- head around that. Like, how are you Honestly, managing everything at the same time?
2: Honestly, I don't know. I, I feel <laughs> like I'm not, I don't do one thing perfectly. And I feel like, you know, everything I get, we get me and my, my baby daddy or life partner, whatever, we're not married (laughs) or whatever, (laughs) but we're really spread thin. And I feel like, I feel like every, everyone and every little thing in our life gets like maybe 75% of us, but let me
1: just tell you, girl, you're doing an amazing job and and I think Number one thing is we don't give ourselves enough credit for what we do. And we're constantly comparing and constantly striving to be more than we currently are. But sometimes you have to sit with yourself and think I have four children and six stores, yeah. and I make really bomb ice cream. Like I'm doing pretty great. You know what I mean? I think you're doing yeah. amazing. I would love to know the story of how everything started and when you decided to make ice cream for a living.
2: Yeah. So I've always wanted to do something in food. I always knew that ever since I was a little kid, my mom would, we would go to like on the weekend, we'd go to yard sales, you know, my mom would be shopping for like used clothes for me. And my sister would be rummaging through the toy section and I would be looking at their cookbooks and I, oh, and that I already knew, like when I was really young, like I'm, I have an obsession with food and, but my, my parents are Filipino growing up, they're like, no, you're going to be a nurse. And that's that. Mm. And so, (laughs) you know, I, I actually went to, I was about to get into nursing school. I had finished all the prerequisites to get into nursing school. And the day I was supposed to apply, I was like, I'm just going to tell my mom, I don't want to be a nurse. And I told her and she's like, well, you better finish college. You better do something. And so I had spent the last two years taking all these nursing prerequisites. And I, I'm like, Well, what do these classes? what can i what else can I do with these classes? And one of the options was food science. And so i I studied food science. and it's more for like food manufacturing or becoming a dietitian. I had no interest in doing any of that. But I was just like, I'll just get a degree just to appease my parents and not plan to do anything with it. <laughs> and I had been working, you know, as a waitress and bartending while I was in college finally graduated college and I stayed a bartender because it's really good money. And at the time Mm -hmm. I graduated, I think it was like 2009 and you know, the recession, there was no jobs. And I'm like, I'm just going to do this. I actually enjoy my, my work. I love the hospitality industry and I just was a bartender for over 10 years, eventually worked for SBE nightlife
1: but for those of you who don't live in LA, that's like a very big time nightclub, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. nightlife <laughs> company. They didn't they even have a reality show? Maybe, maybe I don't know. Anyway,
2: for a quick yeah. minute, and then I got into mixology. I, my bosses noticed, like I, you know, that I was making up my own cocktails, and they're like, "Hey, you want to design some cocktail menus for us?" and I, mm. I gradually got into that. I designed some cro- cocktail programs for some of their nightclubs and hotels in Miami, Houston, here in LA. And in the meantime, I was also like becoming obsessed with ice cream. Out of nowhere, in mm. 2014, I would be bartending at night, and during the day, I'd be like learning, teaching myself how to make ice cream, buying textbooks on how mm. to make ice cream, and I bought myself like this real, I was using like a, a quiz in art. And then I'm like, you know what, I need to up my game. And so I started researching and I bought myself this really expensive commercial gelato maker that like took up half of my kitchen. And, and I spent (laughs) a lot of money on it and everyone was like, damn, that's a lot of money to spend on a hobby. And just to kind of justify to myself and make myself feel better i'm like oh no well it's an investment i'm gonna start a business but i really <laughs> had no intention of doing that and back then back then i was just yeah. i'm just gonna tell people that so they don't look at me like i'm crazy for spending this money on like a hobby and then that was like in november 2014 and my my boyfriend still met the father of my children now at the time he um he was like, well, yeah, let's start a business. Why don't we try to start a business? And his parents were like really pushing us to start a business because his mom also is like a big time foodie, went to culinary school and she was like, I don't know, she's just really into food and she was like pushing us. And he, my boyfriend f- actually found an abandoned cold stones with, mm. and it, it had been vacant for eight years, had all the equipment in it and the landlord didn't want any key money cuz they were just desperate to get anyone in and so we just took it and that's how wanderlust started
0: wow that's amazing and how did you come up with the concept of like the wanderlust cuz i know the what i really love is like that you have flavors from all over the world right mm-hmm. i that's i think when i re- when we received the bar- variety of ice creams i was like oh my god like i don't know which one to go with you know there's so many you can go like the, you know, Asian route. You can go like, there's just so many different, like how did you come up with that concept of like all over the world flavors?
2: Well, it wasn't really my concept. I was just making flavors that that I wanted to make back before we even had a, a shop. I was like just making for family and friends and a family or a, a family friend came over for dinner and I served her like, I don't know, four types of ice cream that I had just made. And she's like, What inspires these flavors? I've never heard of these flavors because I was making like fig leaf and pistachio, or like burnt honey hojicha, which we have right now as a seasonal flavor. And I'm like, I don't know. I kind of just shrugged. I'm like, I don't know. My wanderlust. And then she was like, You need to name it Wanderlust Creamery. You need to make it ice cream flavors inspired by travel. And I'm like, Yeah, that's a good idea. And she like helped us with the branding and everything. She's actually really amazing. But that's how the concept of Wanderlust started. And originally, when we first opened, it was ice cream inspired by travel, like our travel experiences. Mm -hmm. But then it kind of evolved into this thing. Well, we're not just going to make it based on travel. We're going to make it based on people's like childhood memories. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of dessert companies now. They're like, oh, they'll make like a birthday cake ice cream. And they'll be like, oh, it's you know, it brings back childhood memories. Well, that's not my childhood memory. Like, I didn't grow up eating confetti cake. Yeah, confetti cake. (laughs) Eating this, or I grew. Yeah. Or and and there's other people like, well, I grew up. I grew up in LA, and I didn't have any of that. I grew up eating X, Y, and Z. And so we decided it's it is wanderlust, but it's also representative of underserved cultures you know underrepresented mm. cultures in food
0: I love it I really I love what the concept I love the flavors because my, my kids you know kids sometimes can be a little picky mm-hmm. right but when it comes to ice cream and I didn't even tell them what it was I was just just try it let me see what you think and then I would tell them you know what it was and they were like wow like that is so good and it just opens their mind to also trying that kind it's- of food you know I'm like oh well, you remember that ice cream that we had? Like, this is the the food that goes with it. And then, oh, amazing. I love it. So I think I I, I really... How how long ago was that, that you opened the first um, well, primary?
2: That was in 2015. So all, almost seven, almost, yeah, almost seven years ago.
0: So you were not a mom then? No, I was not a mom.
1: So tell me how you just... Well, number one, how many people on your team? Because seven, six stores in seven years is huge and yes really really fast yes um tell me the journey from you know day one with that cold stone that you turn into wanderlust to where you are now because i know you also ship nationwide and i hope all our moms shop your ice cream online but um how did that journey how was that journey for you and how did you weave that into then having four kids back to back to back
2: it's a you know none of it none of this was planned you know i i just wanted one ice cream shop and it was just m- myself and my my partner jp and we had like a staff of like four people for all front of the house he had a cousin that was a nurse but then he he hurt his back <laughs> and he couldn't be a nurse anymore cuz he, he couldn't lift bodies and so he was like, had free time. He was the only one that was able to help. And now he's like, almost like our third partner. He's like become an integral part of our team. He had no, just like us, no business experience. I was probably the only one with any food experience, but not none back of the house experience of my, all of my experiences front of the house. And he was helping me make ice cream. And so our little team of three has grown to probably, I would say, eight, eight main people who run the business, and then after that, it's like we have fifty something employees front of the house, and it's it's crazy to to think that it would grow into this. I I honestly just wanted, I, at the time, I was I had just turned thirty or thirty one, and I was like, well, I can't be a bartender forever, especially bartending in a nightclub. You know, everyone's like hot. And I'm like, when you're pregnant, <laughs> <"Well>, what's that? <laughs> you don't you don't want to shake cocktails when you were pregnant? Oh, I wasn't pregnant yet, but when we first started <laughs> oh, this business, but you know, I, was like, right. I was like, I was like, I was working with 22 year like 22 year olds, and I'm like this isn't gonna last any day now. I'm I'm not gonna you know last here, and so I I just I was just thinking of of something just to move on to. I didn't think that it would grow into. Seven location or sorry, six locations. but, yeah, we were just after opening our first location, we were offered a a spot in Atwater Village, which was also an old Coldstones. And then we you know we took that. and uh, ev- almost every one of our locations, except for this most recent one, was a form used to be a former ice cream shop or a former like coffee shop or juice shop. So I feel feel like that's how we were able to expand so quickly. Because there was not much to do, just take over, slap on a sign, and deliver the ice cream. Being a mom, I feel like actually helped us grow. Because Mm. before I before I had my first child, I was always my my partner and myself. We were always working, like literally working ourselves into the ground. Like you couldn't couldn't physically pull me away from the kitchen, and there was a lot of things to be done. As as you know it's a lot to run a business. You can't do everything. And I, I wanted to mm-hmm. do everything. I wanted my hands on everything. I I didn't know how to delegate. I didn't want to delegate. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to hire anyone. And I surprised got pregnant. <laughs> and I was like working myself. into. So even when I was pregnant, I was working up until the night before my water broke. I was in the kitchen mopping the floor at midnight and having that My first child really taught us, like, okay, you can't do it all yourself. You have to delegate, and because we were able to delegate, I feel like that's when we were able to grow.
0: That's really important to 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 understand and to know, right? Because I think like when you start a business or when you have a business, when you run a business, uh, you feel that you have to have your hands on everything, or or else things won't run the way that you have to. But one of the biggest lessons I have personally learned last year through the pandemic is empowering your team to feel that they don't have to that that they can do things on their own, make decisions on their own. And you know, sometimes I tell them, you know, even if it's wrong, like I would much rather you take action than not take take any action. And then we'll figure it out. But at least something happened and you're not waiting for me to make every decision. Cause so I think that's also like very daunting on 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 you, right? Like like they wait for you to walk through that door and I remember like I would walk through the doors of the restaurant myself. I don't know that happened to you. And then there is like all these people, like like asking a million questions. Yeah. I am like, I don't know. I don't. Ha- I just walked in here, yeah. guys. Like, how about you know? And then now and now it's just like less and less. And then we now have a meeting, and then we discuss bigger things. I am like, oh, this is so nice. It just feels so much nicer to like delegate. Yeah, but it's hard. It's hard to learn to let go of that control. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But I feel like that was the biggest
2: blessing and then having the truth having yeah having a kid and then when my kid wasn't even I think my kid had just turned one I found out I was pregnant with twins (laughs) oh
0: my god so you went from one to three real yeah real fast yeah and how did you do that how did you do every like how did you like adapt in every change after each child because I mean you're that you keep growing both family yeah. and business. Yeah,
2: I honestly, it feels like at the time, I remember, I can't even remember. You, I'm sure a lot of moms go through this, like, how did I get through that first year? How did I get through that, <laughs> right. those sleepless nights? And honestly, I a lot of it is like blacked out from my mind. I, maybe it was that hard, but I, you know, I'm, we're really fortunate, My my partner and myself were the only ones in our family that have kids. So the grandparents are like super happy to help, super eager because there's not, it's their first grandkids, you know? So they're always down to help, always down to sleepover. I also do have a babysitter for maybe 20 hours a week. They're all in school now. They're all in preschool. So that really helps. But still, you know, there's only so much you can get done from the hours of eight to two.
1: Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. So walk us through like how, how does your day work? today with four kids, six stores, and how many people on your team and how much help do you get? I think um, we interviewed a couple other uh, women who are incredible holes, have a business and they talked about help, right? How sometimes people can look at her Instagram or look at, you know, outside in thinking, oh my gosh, she does so much. And then there's so much pressure that goes into that one person, but they don't realize there's so many other people that are involved, right? Like right. we're so open with all the help we get. So can you just like kind of walk us through so people understand You know, how it takes. Yeah, what it takes.
2: Yeah. So my my partner is very hands-on. We both wake up in the morning and we he gets them dressed while I make them breakfast. And then we drop them off around 8 30 at preschool and then come back home and answer a bunch of emails. I have I have a complete back of the house team and it's run by two chefs who oversee everything. Basically I come up with the flavors and, you know, I come up with a recipe and then I delegate that to them and they take care of all the ordering inventory production side of the actual product. We have a logistics manager who takes care of all the inventory for all the stores. So he, after, after the production of ice cream, he's the one who takes inventory in our warehouse of all the flavors we have, all ice cream we have, and then delivers it out to every store. We also have two area managers who manage the entire front of the house staff for all the stores. I have my sister who runs our events and catering side, and she also runs the e-commerce side. So that's like a whole two different businesses on their own. hmm I do have. a Yeah, I, I like that. You, I feel like people need to really highlight how much help they have, because I feel like people just see the Instagram picture or read the one sentence and they're like, and then they feel so much lesser. It's, it's a whole it's straight up like a village of people running. Now, all do you
1: it. do you make your do you have a warehouse where you make it and distribute it to all the little to all the stores? Is that the way it works? So that the first location,
2: that first cold stones we had, Mm -hmm. that's when we make everything still. Oh
1: it's so funny how that always like the first location is always the mothership (laughs) location. And then from there you figure it out, right?
2: Exactly. And then from there we deliver it to a nearby warehouse and it's just like a giant fridge. I'm sorry, a giant freezer. Freezer. And and then from there it gets shipped out or, you know, driven to every location on like maybe like a bi-weekly basis
0: you so but I, I i i heard you say that you still you're the one that comes up with the flavors yes yeah oh wow so, and like i one of the things that i love about your shop is like every month you change flavors mm-hmm. you have something going on every month and
1: i want to know I what mean, happened to that machine that you had in your in your apartment do you still have that machine <laughs> or is that or is that machine still in your home and that's where you kind of come up with the flavors
2: yeah exactly it's still <laughs> in my home it still works it's
0: it was a great investment it was great investment <laughs>
2: okay. um and i that's where we r&d that's where i and d certain flavors yeah and it, it was a great it, it like paid for itself you know 20 times over so to all those people are like you, what? you spent that on what and <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean a lot of people are starting you know businesses from their house and stuff and i love how you said like your, your husband's brother was, is working with you. Uh, cousin. cousin And then your sister also worked with you. Yes. So, you know, I think like when, when it happens like that, when it's like a family business and you start from like your house and people start helping you, I think that's also like a great resource to find people that yeah. can help you. You know, uh, I feel like a lot of people started business during the pandemic. They're like working out of their, out of their house. And, you know, sometimes they get discouraged and they're like, oh my God, when am I going to grow? How am I going to do this? But, you know, you grew over a period of, you know, years. Mm -hmm. It didn't happen overnight. And I think you, um, you were really good at just, you know, creating opportunities of growth. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, if you had some tips, like tips for the, for the moms out there that are starting businesses from their houses, you know, that are like, I don't know if this is going to go anywhere. You know, you started just because, You were enjoying it. You bought a machine that people thought, you know, what's, what are you doing with your, you know, with your, with your money? Mm -hmm. Uh, What are some tips that you could share with them when they're, you know, starting your business and making it grow?
2: I just say, make sure you have fun first. Obviously people need to make money, but you know, if it's, if it's, if it's going to give you a heart attack or aneurysm, you know, it's not worth it. No money's worth that. So I feel like just make sure it's something you, you could. Have find longevity with, and then just make sure you're always having fun and remember why you're doing it and you know you never as far as like finding people to help you, you just never know like it could be you know that like i said our my 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 partner's cousin he had no experience in this industry, no passion for food, he's not a foodie, he doesn't know anything about cooking but he turned out to be the like one of our like a godsend because I always say this the best availability is availability or I'm sorry the best mm. ability is availability mm. yeah and so like and that. he's just down I, I and I I feel like everyone we hire we look for that he he's mm-hmm. just like down to work down you know ride or die and like it doesn't matter like what they know or their skill set that can always be taught you can't be taught grit yes. you can't yes. be taught personality you can't be taught you know just like dedication and loyalty that's just something that's inherent in people and i feel like having him has changed like how we hire and mm-hmm. how we look at how we look at who gets added to our team it's not not necessarily your skills your experience Cause you know, you'll, you'll eventually learn. You'll learn. Mm-hmm. Correct. It, yeah, it's yeah. the, it's the, the other intangible things that, that is just inherent in people.
1: I love that. Well, thank you so much for your know. time, Adrian. Uh, we really appreciate you. I know you're really busy, so we want to be mindful of your time. Can you please let the supermas know where, where to find you, how to find you, where to buy your ice cream um, and how can they, yeah, where can they buy your ice cream?
2: oh yeah so we're, we have six locations in LA we have one in Tarzana one in Atwater Village Pasadena Venice one right across the street from the Grove and then we just opened one this past weekend on Sawtelle Boulevard in Little in Japantown and then we also ship nationwide on our website
1: thank you so much Adrian um, we're going to take a break and come back with the Supermama pick or tip of the week And I we're back with a super mama pick for tip of the week. Uh, I, I want will ice say cream I now. do love her ice cream. Her ice cream are mm-hmm. is bomb. And I cannot even imagine four children, six doors. I can even handle two kids and you know, <laughs> a few businesses. My life. I know. I know. But dang, I wish I could have had one in between, another baby i know is it too late for you 100 you're still early no, 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 girl. Still okay let's go back let's go see <laughs> what is your pick this week balina
0: uh my pick is going to be give me one second why i look at my oh my god Paulina. I can't list. believe
1: you're i can't believe you're not prepared for this segment
0: <laughs> oh uh, my god are you wait wait what is your i pick am so sister? like
1: No, I'm going to wait for you. I'm going to, like, make sure everyone knows how unprepared you are when we come to work. Just so everybody knows.
0: Okay, my pick is going to be um, Bricia's uh, paleta recipe. We have actually a... You made it? uh, Yes, and we have it on the Super Mama's website. We will actually link it on the show notes. Um, we We have shared this recipe before, but your paleta recipes are... Amazing. I am I went, gonna I'm going to give a shout out to my sister. Brissette, what can I say? I'm a top say, chef. You are a top chef, sister. Um, so I will say, please try them. We will link them on the show notes. Um, it's getting hot.
1: It's getting
0: hot in here.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anybody ever thought we were old? Wondered how old we are when you just outed us. My pick <laughs> is actually going to be a, a cookbook. Um, it uh-huh. is called Five Mary's Ranch Raised. Thought I think I talked about Mary, mm-hmm. who I hope we have in the show soon. Can't I wait met to her, have her. I met her when we went to the Traeger, you know, party summit. Um, and she told me about her cookbook. Um, she has like over she has eleven hundred reviews on Amazon, five stars, which is like wow. baller. We're almost there. We're almost there. Um like so I ordered it I, gra- I got it and I read through it Friday night and I'm gonna tell you it's one of the most beautiful books I've mm-hmm. seen in a long time it like inspired me in so many different ways and now I want a ranch <laughs> I, want I want a ranch, 100% I sure. want a ranch now. I want like Selena I want to have chickens and goats and cows I, I, want, a, I, want, a I want to little farm not a big farm it's just a little, a little t- farm unas, unos cinco acres, is she has like 85 acres, no like a hundred and something acres. Like it's crazy. Like or maybe eight thousand. I don't know. I forgot, but that's crazy. Yeah. No, I want like twenty acres. Um, I want a little <laughs> farm and I I I mean it's a beautiful, beautiful cookbook. Like I can believe it's fifteen dollars on Amazon. Like it's yeah, it's really, really pretty. So that's see, mm. I'm prepared, Alina. Wow, look
0: at you, Risa yeah. being prepared and stuff. Well, you, but you know, I'm telling you those, those paletas Thank you. and they're easy to make and you can actually make them with the kids. So, so which paleta recipe you are you go.
1: talking about? A ver. The paletas A ver. that you have. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Ves? I just want to, I can we just bookmark this somewhere where people actually realize like how mean you are to me. And I know people say like, I have, I'm the mean what? sister. I'm the mean what? sister. What? Like people you know, the know. That
0: you people know. know the truth. <laughs> yeah, people know the truth. You they can't do. lie to people. They do. You know what I mean? I'm way too open. You know? on the show.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. That's the show. <laughs> that is the Especially- show, guys. <laughs> um. Especially okay. what? Nothing. Yeah. Keep complaining. Keep complaining. What is it? Okay. Yeah, ves? Wow. Gaslighting me. I don't even know what gaslight means. By the way, people are always talking about. Like people are always saying, like, oh, she's gaslighting me. He's last dating her, and I'm like, "What does that even mean?" I just sort of go along with it. You're just, you God's know lighting. what? I, I would... don't <laughs> know what that means. <laughs> I was just talking to Susty, and I was like, "What does that even mean?" I feel like people use that word, and I'm like, "What does?" I God's know. Lighting?
0: Do you know what when that means? People say, for example, "I punch you in the face, and then I, like I make you feel." Ho- <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> when I like, Wait. I make you feel horrible. Like, oh my god! But he said you look like. Oh, what's going on with your hair? Oh, but I love you so much, and you're like, wait a minute, I don't understand. Like, you you really attacked me, but now you're being nice. You're being nice to me. That it started with like you know,
1: wait. So you know so like, then how does how did it? But how did okay? I'm trying to figure out because how did Matthew McConaughey gaslight Jennifer Lopez in the Wedding Planner? Because that's the first one of the first times it started. Like I heard that
0: I forgot. I like, forgot what part of the movie that that conversation came up on.
1: Oh, and I was like, but I don't understand. Is it when you tell someone how you're supposed to feel? I, it, You know, people use it more like on relationships. Is it passive, passive aggression? Passive
0: aggression, like on relationships, you know, when the guy is oh. like being super mean to the girlfriend or he beats her up or like the wife, you know, a husband beats up a wife and they're like, es que te pego porque te quiero, you know, para que aprendas. Oh. Yes, kind of like that. Oh,
1: that's gaslighting. Yes, that's gaslighting. But where does it come from? Oh, that's
0: gaslighting. That's gaslighting. You know, when they're like, oh, es que yo te- lo hago por tu bien. You know, I do it because I love you so much.
1: And you're like, okay,
0: pégame, pero no me dejes. You know, like those kind of things. Oh, that's horrible. That is horrible. That's why I was like, I don't understand. I don't remember what part of the movie gaslighting came came up on. I don't remember.
1: Well, I learned something new today because I hear it all the time. I'm like, I don't know about that.
0: Yeah, gaslighting is like, I'm I'm doing something really bad for you, but I'm going to say that I that I love you and I do it for love they're like it's not really loud. oh then
1: people probably think i gaslight you i mean what am i going to say ¿Te puedo
0: decir? la verdad está allá afuera
1: <laughs> but in reality but in ba- but in reality it's the other way around la verdad está allá afuera <laughs> i'll just i just take out i just i play the role <laughs> but like in the household like in real life i'm always the victim. is this what gaslighting is that is that's is like, did i just do it you're
0: gaslighting got me. it got it you're like it's because i love you Paulina. you know
1: <laughs> kind of like that I'm not saying I love you. And <laughs> oh, then these not guys like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. All right. All right well, that's, that's it. That's our that's show. It for show. Okay, ladies. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey sisters. Thank you so much for listening. Hope all of you guys are subscribed to our newsletter. If you're not, make sure you hit that subscribe button on SuperRomas.com. We will be sending out invites to upcoming events, Promos and super cool surprises your way, and of course, you can always keep up with us through the gram at underscore supermamas and on Twitter, also at underscore supermamas and in the face at supermamas podcast. Oh, one more thing, we want to hear your supermama moment of the
0: week to share with all of you sisters. Calling to our hotline. 424-329-3707 and leave us a message or simply email us a voice note to hello at supermamas.com very soon we could be featuring you on the show please remember to leave your name and Instagram handle for a chance to be featured much love and see See you you next week Supermamas. supermamas